of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply. Conair is spreading love and celebrating women, not just on International Women's Day, but every day with Conair Girl Bomb. Girl Bomb is their new line of powerful hair removal tools made just for us. Yeah. Whether it's the silky smooth skin or the empowering confidence boost you get, Conair Girl Bomb is here to amp up those positive vibes with some self care. So, to all the beautiful women out there, keep shining. Keep being you and treat yourself to some Conair Girl Bomb magic. You deserve it. Available at Walgreens. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Womanica. This month, we're talking about adventurers, women who refuse to be confined. They push the boundaries of where a woman could go and how she could get there. Today, we're talking about a woman whose retellings of bohemian adventures inspired generations of young women. Let's talk about Chen Ping, who you might know better as San Mao. In the 1970s, San Mao was a well-known literary name. But before San Mao, there was Chen Ping, who was born into a well-educated Christian family in 1943. The Chen family moved throughout China in the early years of Chen Ping's life. First, they moved to Nanjing to flee the Sino-Japanese War. Then, when communist forces took over mainland China, they moved to Taiwan. Chen Ping was just a child during this time of upheaval. To her, Taiwan was, more or less, just where she went to school. Even then, she disliked her strict teachers, who seemed intent on tearing down her imagination. When she wrote an essay on wanting to be a garbage collector so she could find treasures, her teacher told her to come up with a more serious occupation. Chen Ping wrote a second essay. This time, she'd be a popsicle vendor. 
In her second year of junior high, after a teacher humiliated her in class, Chen Ping dropped out of school entirely. She wasn't particularly studious, but she was an avid reader. Chen Ping would skip lunches just to save up enough money to rent books. Western fiction, Chinese classics, Russian novels, and a picture book she came to love about an orphan boy named San Mao. She'd take her spoils to the cemetery and read there, where she didn't have to speak to the living. Eventually, Chen Ping did go back to school, studying philosophy in college. In the 1960s, she was swept up in Taipei's art scene. When she was 17 years old, she started to paint under the guidance of an art teacher. But he encouraged her to pursue writing instead. When she did, Chen Ping found her calling. Her first short story, Confusion, was published in a magazine. Chen Ping liked her life well enough, but she yearned for change. She wanted to study something new, and she wanted to escape a bad breakup she was going through. Then one day in 1967, she saw the perfect place. Pretty white houses and an expansive vineyard. She was going to Madrid. There, Chen Ping met Jose Maria Caro. He was her neighbor, and he became fascinated with Chen Ping, her travels, her writing, and her studies. But Chen Ping was 24, and Jose was just 16 years old. Chen Ping left Madrid to study and live around the world. West Germany, Majorca, Berlin. She nearly got married to a German in Taiwan. She turned down a few other proposals along the way, too. When she returned to Madrid six years later, Jose was still there, now 22, working as a diver. He was still interested in her, ready to follow where she led. Chen Ping was interested, too. She had just the place for them to move. The Sahara Desert. In April 1974, Chen Ping and Jose moved to El Ayun, the Spanish Sahara. They rented a one-bedroom house with an uneven floor across the street from a landfill. For Chen Ping, it was perfect. They had a no-frills wedding. Jose found work at a mine while Chen Ping busied herself making a life, decorating their house out of scrap wood and old tires, making friends with neighbors through language barriers, sometimes riding into the desert just to pitch a tent and watch the shifting sands. Chen Ping wrote essays about her life and published them in a Taiwan newspaper under a pen name from childhood. On paper, Chen Ping became San Mao. It was a magical year for Chen Ping and Jose. But by 1975, Spain relinquished colonial control over the area. The couple moved to the Canary Islands. There, Chen Ping turned more seriously to writing, where it became their main source of income. In 1976, she published a collection of essays she'd written. Stories of the Sahara, her first published book, became a bestseller. It was translated into Korean, Japanese, and Spanish. It followed Chen Ping's life in the Sahara, from interactions with neighbors to forays into local culture and cuisine. Half memoir, half fiction, San Mao was an independent, carefree rule-breaker. Sometimes she was an idyllic bohemian, getting married in a blue hemp dress with a sprig of cilantro tucked into her straw hat. Other times she was less self-aware, denouncing local customs after peering in on them, imagining the secret lives of Sarawi women when she can't speak to them. Jose featured in her stories a doting, anxious husband to a headstrong wife. San Mao became a semi-celebrity. At least for other women in Taiwan and China, her adventures seemed that much more tangible. 
San Mao was self-assured, an adventurer. But in reality, Chen Ping fought against loneliness for much of her life. In 1979, Jose died in a diving accident. Chen Ping lived on her own for another two years before returning to Taiwan heartbroken. She didn't write quite as much after his death. Over the next 10 years, Chen Ping taught creative writing as she traveled. She went to Central and South America and back to the Chinese mainland as it began to open up. She wrote a screenplay called Red Dust, a 1990 film about a love story in Japanese-occupied Shanghai. She gave more than 500 lectures. Above all, though, Chen Ping was alone. She spent most of her time in her apartment. She answered letters and wrote essays. On January 4, 1991, she died at the age of 47. The death was ruled a suicide. Over the course of her life, Chen Ping had published a dozen books of essays and poetry. She was a sort of role model, a young woman who'd stepped outside of the life planned for her by society, an adventurer who challenged the boundaries of a linear career and found fame in the process. Today, her books are being translated for the first time into English. They continue to be passed around from generation to generation, inspiring new waves of adventurers. All month, we're talking about adventurers. For more information, find us on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. As always, we'll be taking a break for the weekend. Talk to you on Monday. Conair is spreading love and celebrating women, not just on International Women's Day, but every day with Conair Girl Bomb. Girl Bomb is their new line of powerful hair removal tools made just for us. Yeah. Whether it's the silky smooth skin or the empowering confidence boost you get, Conair Girl Bomb is here to amp up those positive vibes with some self care. So, to all the beautiful women out there, keep shining, keep being you. And treat yourself to some Conair Girl Bomb magic. You deserve it. Available at Walgreens. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You're at a place you just discovered. And being an American Express Platinum card member with Global Dining Access by Resi helped you score tickets to quite the dining experience. Hey, chef. You're looking at something you've never seen before, much less tasted. After your first bite, you say nothing because you're speechless. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your dining experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable.